Welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us conform to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, consultant in adult education, director of Go Teach Global, and author of the book, Men Alive. Jim, in our series on the Beatitudes, in number seven, Jesus says, Blessed are those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. Let's consider this beatitude today. I'll begin with a story that has a twist at the end. In 1942, my father, Harold Cunningham, enlisted with the Canadian 2nd Army Ordnance Corps. He was sent across the Atlantic on one of many troop ships carrying thousands of men and equipment to prepare for D-Day on June 6, 1944, to liberate Europe from the control of Adolf Hitler's Nazi Germany. By God's grace, the war ended on May 9, 1945. My father was stationed in Holland for a year and then returned home safely in 1946. Fast forward 22 years to 1968. My wife Rita and I moved to Vancouver on Canada's west coast, some 4,000 kilometers away from our families in eastern Canada. The Lord had arranged for me to serve with a Christian ministry in British Columbia and Alberta. One of our board members was George Onsorge. He was about the same age as my father. George and his wife Ellie invited us to live with his family until we found a place of our own. They became Grandpa George and Grandma Ellie to our two young sons. George was born in Germany, immigrated to Canada after the war, committed his life to Christ, and became an active servant of Jesus Christ in many leadership roles. Over time, we discovered that George served in Hitler's Navy during the war. He was part of a fleet of high-powered torpedo boats. Their mission? To find and sink the merchant ships that were carrying supplies and troops to England. My father and mother eventually came to Vancouver for a visit. We wanted them to meet the Onsorge family. We sat on the Onsorge's patio with our cups of coffee. My father, the blood grandfather of our two sons, the Canadian soldier who spent days crossing the Atlantic Ocean wondering if he would ever come home alive after fighting the Germans, sitting across from our newly adopted Grandpa George, the German sailor whose assignment had been to sink those ships transporting Canadian soldiers. It was a surreal moment. There they sat, two brothers in Christ, the Canadian soldier and the German sailor. The war was over. The hatred was gone. Both had made personal peace with God by having their sins forgiven, and both men's hearts were at peace with each other. The image has never left my mind. Both men are now in heaven, living with Jesus, the Prince of Peace. That story reminds me of a teaching I heard from Brother Andrew, the founder of Open Doors International. He taught that to have peace in any country, we must first have a heart at peace. The individual's heart must be transformed by God's indwelling Holy Spirit to achieve an inner peace that passes all understanding, free from guilt and shame. Brother Andrew believed that a home at peace would only be achieved once the individual's hearts within that home were at peace. Then we can work towards peace and reconciliation for community transformation, also known as a community at peace. 
Paul, I believe every man listening to this program desires, as you and I do, to have a heart at peace, free from guilt, free from anger, and free to forgive while practicing biblical disciplines that evidence our love for one another. The inner desire for peace is a universal desire. The world wants peace. As practicing Christians, we desire to have our home at peace, free from abuse and violence, based on our hope in Scripture to live in peace within our family. And after establishing our hearts at peace and our homes at peace, disciples of Jesus Christ also desire to have our community at peace, free from fighting and conflict, based on principles of biblical reconciliation with one another. Someone has said that if you take any two men on earth and place them in a room, remove all their clothes and identifying cultural images, and let them talk to each other, they will have more in common than differences. They both want peace within their family. They both desire peace within their community and peace to move about without war or fear. You are listening to Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham. You can receive a free PDF of our new devotional booklet, Live the Jesus Way, by sending Dr. Jim an email at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. That's menaliveuntogod, all one word, at gmail.com. These programs are based on the book by Dr. Jim titled Men Alive, Conforming to the Image of Jesus Christ. This book is available on Amazon.com and at GoTeachGlobal.com. Any community or country ruled by a visible military is likely not considered being at peace. Such were the days when Jesus lived. Yet scriptures say, In the fullness of time God sent forth his Son to be born of a virgin. God's timing is immaculate and impeccable. He waited 400 years after the last prophecy was recorded before sending his son to earth. Herod the Great, one of the greatest despots in history, was in control of Israel. One could almost feel the evil and the hatred and the tension. And into the small town of Bethlehem, Bethlehem meaning house of bread, Jesus Christ, the bread of life, was born, who would fulfill over 300 prophecies in the Hebrew Scriptures. Now, after living for 30 years in the midst of Roman occupation, Jesus begins his ministry by teaching his disciples, Blessed are those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. The Pharisees thought they were the separated ones, the holy ones who obeyed the laws of God. Therefore, they were first in line to be called children of God. Not so. Jesus, in essence, is saying peace comes from within, not from following external rules. Christian men strive for peace at every stage of their life, in every role they have as a man. If you are listening as a single man, you want peace as a son with your parents. You want peace with your teachers, your friends, and your employer. While you are single, you establish your integrity, your worldview, and your reputation. Being known as a man of peace is a high honor in many cultures. Paul, you understand Latin better than I do. Tell us what the Protestant Reformation leaders meant by what we call the solas. Sola means alone. The fathers of the Protestant Reformation movement believed salvation came sola scriptura, from scripture alone, as well as sola fide, by faith alone, sola gratia, 
by grace alone, solo Christus by Christ alone, and soli Deo Gloria to bring glory to God alone. Recognizing there is nothing we can do to earn our salvation helps us realize we owe our eternal life to God's plan of redemption through His Son, Jesus of Nazareth. I believe that is the kind of peace Jesus is speaking about when He says, Blessed are those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. One of the greatest institutions ever conceived by God was marriage, a man and a woman bonded together to become one in body, soul, and kindred spirit. But for that relationship to be peaceful, it must be built on a foundation of truth and trust. To earn trust, one must speak truth. Once married, every husband establishes Christ's model character as a follower of Jesus Christ. His character, in turn, determines his future role as a father, his abilities as a teacher, and his opportunities as a leader. Think of the context of the words Jesus is speaking. His audience wants a revolutionary leader, and he is saying to them, Blessed are those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. Peace that passes all understanding is the identity of a Christ follower. Romans 5.1 says, Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Once we have peace with God, we then work for peace among all men, regardless of their culture, heritage, education, or religious views, for each one is made in the image of God. To be transformed into the character of Christ requires allowing the Holy Spirit to control our mind. Paul told the Romans, Letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death, but letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. Then he adds, do all you can to live in peace with everyone. One translation says, as much as it lies within your power, live at peace with everyone. There are a few people who will dislike us, envy us, even hate us, regardless of what we believe, say, or do. The Apostle Paul is telling us to do as much as we can to be peaceful and live in peace and leave the result to God. He knows our heart attitude. In the Apostle Paul's final greetings to the church in Corinth, he wrote, Dear brothers and sisters, I close my letter with these last words. Be joyful. Grow to maturity. Encourage each other. Live in harmony and peace. Then the God of love and peace will be with you. Hopefully that helps you understand how much I treasured my friendship with George Onsorge, the German naval officer mentioned in the story at the beginning. Both my father and George had come to a personal faith in Jesus Christ. Both experienced our Heavenly Father's forgiveness. Both fathers knew how to extend earthly forgiveness and grace. It was a remarkable lesson to me of God's grace. The war was over. Power to experience forgiveness by God and to forgive other humans is the primary difference between Christianity and all other religions or systems of salvation. Both men are now experiencing God's blessings together in heaven. I know both would want me to ask of every person listening, will you join them in heaven to serve Jesus Christ for eternity? Your decision is a faith decision. You cannot buy your salvation, and there is not one thing on earth you can do to earn your salvation. Salvation and forgiveness are a gift from God. You must choose to accept the gift. 
George Onsorge and my father and Paul's father would want me to ask every listener, are your sins forgiven? Are you ready to go to heaven if life should end for you today? That is our heart's desire. Jesus said in John eleven twenty five, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies, and whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Then Jesus asked his disciples, Do you believe this? Salvation is a choice. Salvation is by faith. Will you receive him and join his eternal family? There you have it, men. Blessed are those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. Let us know if you prayed to receive Christ into your life as Savior and Lord. And remember to order your free PDF copy of our new offer, Live the Jesus Way, Following and Living the Teaching of Our Master. Request it at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. That's menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of Go Teach Global. Visit our website at goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks, on behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to become men alive, transformed into the image of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm.